This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. The views expressed by guests on this program do not necessarily represent the views of the host or owners of the Doggy Diva Show and do not necessarily constitute endorsement of products. Medical information discussed by guests on this program are those of the guests and is only for informational purposes and should not replace medical advice by your local veterinarian professional. Hi, this is Susan Marie from the Doggy Diva Show. This week, managing your pet's dental health and a new online role for pet therapy animals. That's what's on our show this week. Let's get started. Hey, did you hear that? What is that? It's the bark heard round the world. The Doggy Diva Show. Here's national award-winning author and animal advocate, Susan Marie. Welcome to the Doggy Diva Show, the show for animal lovers. I'm your host, Susan Marie, and as always, I'm joined by my canine co-hosts, the Doggy Divas themselves, Francesca, Coco, and our newest little diva, Miss Olive. Miss Olive is the cute little Italian greyhound rescue in the picture with the microphone. Thank you for joining us today as we bring the experts in the pet and animal world right to you. Contact us at thedoggydiva.com. That's the D O G G Y D I V A.com. We love hearing from you. So go grab a cup of coffee and your pet's favorite treat, and we'll be back in just a moment. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Doggy Diva Show. I'm here with Monica Layton, president of Professional Pet Sitters. And, Monica, this is a very special month, a month that... I think that some people need to be reminded of each year, but it's pet dental month and it's still a very, very important month. Can you share some tips with us on how to make sure that we we recognize this? So February is National Pet Dental Month and a lot of veterinarians, they do like specials during this month. So if your pet has dental disease or your vet has talked to you about dental disease, this is definitely the month to check around because So many veterinarians do awareness campaigns and they do specials because pet dental disease is generally one of the most harmful things that can happen with your pet when it comes to taking longevities, you know, longevity out of their lifespan. Um, People, you know, they they understand that that their pet has bad breath and they don't always correlate that to the internal damage that is being done that entire time that dental disease is going on. 
So, you know, things like poor oral health, you know, when they start getting dental disease, they start getting a buildup of bacteria on the teeth. And what can happen is the front teeth won't look quite that bad, but the back teeth where you have to lift up the gum line and really pull the side of the mouth way back to see those very, very back teeth, those back teeth will have a large amount of plaque and tartar and bacteria that you can't necessarily see that well because, one, you know, most of our pets don't really enjoy us getting way back in there. And, two, it's just hard to see without really, really getting back in there and having decent lighting. So when you look at the mouth, it won't always look that severe in the front, but then the back usually has a lot more going on. Um, And oftentimes, even if you can get back there to see, you have to look at both sides of the mouth because most pets will chew more on one side than the other. So you can get one side of the mouth that is much more severe than the opposite side. And it's just, you know, the way they, they chew and different pets will have different sides and it's just how they do things sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, when that dental problems start to arise, that buildup of the bacteria, um, that causes tooth decay. It can cause sores in the mouth. Um, and as it progresses, the gums start to recede. When that happens, that allows the bacteria to travel into the bloodstream. And so the gums start to recede, that plaque in the bacteria every time they eat. Because of those gum lines being receded, the um, bacteria, once it gets into the bloodstream, it's then moved throughout the body. And that's where you start to get a lot of systemic health issues that are directly related to that plaque and bacteria from the mouth. And that can lead to kidney disease um, and heart disease in our pets. And when that goes on over a period of time, the amount of damage that it does to the kidney and heart can often be, you know, irreparable. You know, the, the harm is done. It's killing off the kidney and it's causing massive, you know, heart issues. Nine out of ten cats that end up in kidney failure are secondary to dental disease. That was, you know, just untreated over the years. And most pet owners, you know, unless they're, you know, getting into the veterinarian on a regular basis and having the vet really get in there and do a good dental exam, they may not even see from first sight that it's going on because the front of the teeth won't look that severe. But it's, you know, mainly the stuff in the back teeth. A lot of people also don't know what a dental or a, you know, scaling should entail and what goes into it. So I always tell people whenever they, you know, whenever they learn that their pet does need a dental scaling, to definitely check with their veterinarian and see what it entails. One, I always recommend that you do some kind of blood work to make sure that, you know, the kidneys aren't an issue, a good exam, so they're listening to the heart prior to being put under anesthetic. So then once they are under anesthetic, You're going to have a good oral exam of the teeth, the lips, the gums, the tongue, the throat. Those are all things that you can't really examine that thoroughly when the pet is awake. So your veterinarian will be doing a really good exam of the mouth. They'll, you know, do the um, dental scaling. Um, Most of them are done ultrasonically. And then they'll polish. Um, Most will do a fluoride treatment. A lot of times they'll do dental x-rays included in that dental. And then, of course, an antibiotic afterwards. When they're, you know, taking all that plaque and bacteria off the teeth, it's always good to follow up with antibiotics to make sure that nothing was swallowed during the procedure. So 
when people talk about, you know, the expense of dentals, usually it's because it's including, you know what I mean, all those things. Mm-hmm. So when you talk to your veterinarian and you get quotes, make sure you ask what it's including because oftentimes, you know, it's a couple hundred dollars for your dental scaling, but you're going to get, you know, your thorough exam, you're going to get your blood work, you're going to get your anesthetic, you're going to get your x-ray. So that's kind of why that expense gets up there. And you could talk to your veterinarian. So if you had just been in for, you know, uh, your pets yearly and you had done, you know, annual blood testing, if that blood work has been done, um, you know, fairly close to when the dental is scheduled. Sometimes, you know, they can not repeat the blood if it was just recently done and that will save some money. Um, different things of that nature, you know, may be able to, you know, go into your quote and making it affordable for you to, um, you know, have everything done. The main thing is during this time of the year, if finances are an issue, it's the best time to look into having your pet's teeth done. Because with it being National um, Pet Dental Month, so many offices are doing specials during this time simply to get people in that, you know, especially may have been a little behind because of financial restraints. So I know the office I work for does it, that we do coupons and discounts and things like that for the month of February to really promote the importance of dental care because it is so vital to the longevity of your pet. Well, Monica, this is really great advice. And having had Olive, I mean, I adopted her. They had to have all her teeth taken out because of the lack of medical care and dental care. And it was systemic. It had, she had things going on in her body, which she still suffers from now. So I know the importance of it. But also with this being February Pet Dental Month, if people could just please contact their vet, most of them probably have some sort of either a discount program or some sort of a promotion going on to encourage you all, even though this is something that can be done all year round during February is when it, it is sort of like a highlight. So yes, Monica, you went into so much and told us exactly what goes on so that people understand that it's not only just getting their teeth cleaned and polished, it's actually something that could affect them systemically and to do this is preventive. So it's an investment in your pet's health and their life. So I thank you for bringing this to our attention and for stressing the importance of this. Again, it's February Pet Dental Month. And I thank you so much for sharing these wonderful tips. Thank you. We'll be back in just a moment. Hello, everyone. Susan Maria Miss Olive here to announce the release of the second book in the Doggy Diva Diaries series, Miss Olive Finds Her Forever Friends, a story about Miss Olive's encounters with bullying at a dog park and how she learns a life lesson. Please check out the original award-winning book, Miss Olive Finds Her Forever Home, which is a story about adoption and rescue. Both books are available at Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. And please visit TheDoggyDiva.com for more information. Thank you, everyone. Coming up, looking for an online visit from a companion animal? We've got the answer. Stay with us. Take a bite out of your competition. 
Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There's no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Radio.com, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Doggy Diva Show. We are all aware of the importance of masks, social distancing, and other recommendations during the COVID-19 pandemic. Sadly, social isolation and loneliness are public health threats as well, especially for seniors and those that are socially isolated. The Animal Farm Foundation has announced the launch of Pets Together, a free virtual program that allows those who are socially isolated due to the COVID-19 pandemic to enjoy friendly interaction with people and pets, including dogs, cats, goats, horses, you name it, and others. And that's to increase the social connection, which is so, so important at this time. And with us today to tell us all about this amazing and much needed program, Pets Together, we have with us Nicole Yukon, Foundation Manager at the Animal Farm Foundation. Welcome, Nicole. And again, thank you for launching this program. It's so needed and so important at this time. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be able to talk about it today. So, well, before we start talking about the Pets Together program, can you just tell the listeners a little bit about the Animal Farm Foundation? Sure. So the Animal Farm Foundation um, started in the mid-80s, um, and it was born around the discrimination um, that people face because of the way that their dogs look. So we work a lot with trying to end discrimination. That includes we work across the country to end breed-specific legislation, and that's usually in municipalities where you are not allowed to have a dog because of the way your dog looks. We do work a lot with pit bull dogs because they face a ton of discrimination. We also have a service dog program where we take dogs from shelters and we train them to do service dog work. Uh, Most of our dogs look like pit bull dogs. That's also to try to end the discrimination that those dogs face. That's some of the programs that we have. And what happened at Animal Farm when the pandemic hit was we couldn't travel anymore. So it was harder for us to continue. And we're still continuing the programs. But it got a little bit harder to find dogs if we couldn't travel out to shelters. It just we wanted to make sure that our employees were safe. So we switched, you know, pivoted a little bit and started the Pets Together program. Yeah. What was your inspiration for that? Because, I mean, it's a well-thought-out, well-inclusive program. What was your inspiration for the Pets Together program? Well, so we had um, a colleague of ours that was going to visit her grandmother during that had planned to go visit her in a nursing home. And uh, when the pandemic hit, 
no more visitors were allowed in group settings anymore. So she wasn't able to visit her grandmother. And she had asked Animal Farm if we would help her out and do a Zoom call with our staff and our staff's pets to try to brighten the day of not only her grandmother, but the rest of um, the residents at the facility. And it was an amazing experience, just the first one that we did. You know, this is really great to help with the social isolation and loneliness that people are facing in the facilities, but it's also been really rewarding for um, our volunteers that participate in the visits as well, because it really, not only does it make the residents' day, but it really makes our day as well. Um, So it was such a big hit for that first visit that they had requested another one. And we said, hey, let's continue to do this. It's really making an impact. We hear social isolation and the loneliness aspect of it. For those who may not be familiar with that exactly means, can you explain a little bit about social isolation? Sure. So I think probably a lot of us are feeling it right now, um, not being able to go out and do the things that we normally do. Um, A lot of us are stuck at home, but some of us, you know, still have people in our home that we get to spend time with. Um, But a lot of um, people in these group facilities are no longer able to see their families in person anymore, which is really a tough thing to do, which really um, has an effect on loneliness. And they're socially isolated from others. A lot of the facilities when the pandemic hit, they weren't even allowed to even be in a group setting anymore. They had to stick to their room. So that's really rough. And social isolation is a risk factor for mortality up there with smoking 10 to 15 cigarettes a day. So it is a very serious thing that we would like to try to combat. That's awesome. Now, who can benefit from using this program? Because I know that we've talked about seniors in isolation and having lost a family member who was in a senior home. I understand what that isolation is in, in the for both sides, for the person and for the family. So who benefits from this uh, program? So we visit with a bunch of different kind of facilities. We do deal a lot with nursing homes, older adult facilities. Um, but we also visit with medical centers that currently can't have visitors either or people that are really worn out from not being able to see their families because they work in a medical setting. So we do visit with doctors and nurses as well and other group facilities. We actually visit a lot with Orchard Cove out there in Sarasota, which is nice. That is good to know. Yeah. (laughs) They're one of our regulars. They really, they show up at least once a week. Oh, that's but, you know, and we we visit with as many people as we can inside those group settings, um, and it's been very beneficial for them. But like I said, it's also really great for our volunteers who also benefit from the program. A lot of our volunteers used to visit these facilities in person and then could no longer anymore, and they have pets that are, you know, sitting around and they want to work. So it's been great for the pets. It's been great for the people as well for all of our volunteers. We have about six volunteers on a call. So the the people that are living in the facility get to meet with six people and six different pets. And it's either dogs. Sometimes we have lizards or donkeys or it's it's so 
sometimes it's animals you wouldn't be able to bring into these facilities. <laughs> the program that you have, it kind of takes the traditional pet visiting program, which is was such so life-changing for those that were isolated or in senior homes or maybe are disabled, and which was the one-on-one visit. And you're bringing a whole new way of pet therapy to people, which is obviously through Zoom. Do you foresee this as something that would change in the future? I mean, I think that when things get back to normal, I'm being optimistic, hopefully soon, you could still do the interaction. But for those who maybe can't or or those who can't get goats and, and, you know, llamas and everything else in there, do you foresee this Zoom um, interaction staying on. I mean, you've obviously found a great success in it and, and the people, and it's available. I just want to make something clear. You're in New York, but this program is available for anybody in the United States, correct? Yeah. We've also visited in uh, Canada as well. So yeah, we are multinational. (laughs) Wow. You are spreading the joy. It's so needed right now. So, so important. Oh gosh. So, yeah, so uh, this we, is great. This is, so you, you kind of think this is a way of the future? I do. I do. And I'm sure that we're always, you know, pivoting because mm-hmm. that's just how we are as an organization. So I foresee it having some sort of pivot, pivot a little bit in the future, but there's lots of people out there that really, I think, can benefit from this program, um, especially because it's, we're in New York, we're visiting people in Arizona. So, um, people, out there that you maybe don't have family that can that can meet them or come see them every day, we're going to be able to in the future really continue to help people combat their social isolation that they're facing even after the pandemic. It's through the pandemic, one of the adoption rate for pets has skyrocketed because people are at home and their pets have been their companions. And I have a house full of pets, so certainly it's it's been a joy to me. And I know that many people people that I know and, and probably people such as yourself, our pets really are there for us. And then, and thousands and thousands of people have benefited from that with this, with the pandemic uh, pups that everyone's adopting. But as we discussed, there are still people out there who can't adopt, who just physically cannot um, have pets with them or can't get pets to them or can't take care of them. So, and you just said this is available all around, basically probably all around the world, anyone that has access to Zoom. How would someone get in touch with you um, to be a part of the program? Sure. And we make it super easy. You just have to go onto our website, PetsTogether.org, and right in the, on the front page, it says book a visit. So you just click on that. And there's just a couple different fields you have to fill out. You have to pick a date and time that works for you. Um, and you just sign up. And then we send you the Zoom link once you've signed up. And all you have to do is click on your link in your email. And that'll get you right up and running on Zoom. And then our six volunteers and their pets appear on the screen. Very How simple. Easy. How easy, convenient, and I think that hopefully as people are listening to this, they're they're going to jump off their computers after they hear us and, and get on there and try to have a little Zoom visit with you guys. But also, I, I also would like you if you could just give out the website of the Animal Farm Foundation, because I think what you do there is also great. I have a friend, one of my best friends is in pit rescue, and they are the sweetest, gentlest dogs there are. They have been 
kind of aligned with a bad reputation and what you're doing to help them and other dogs that are breed discriminative, I, I think that what you're doing is great. And anyone who'd like to get in touch with you for that, how would they do that? They can learn more about what Animal Farm Foundation does at animalfarmfoundation.org. And Nicole, before we go, is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? I would just like to say that our program is all run on donations. So if you guys think what we do is awesome and you want to help support our program, you can donate on either website, petstogether.org or animalfarmfoundation.org. Um, and we really appreciate donations so we can keep doing what we're doing. And what you're doing is great. So, Nicole, I want to thank you for being our guest today and for all the work you do that you do at the Animal Farm Foundation and the much-needed Pets Together program. The fact that you're making it available to so many people all over the world and also including the healthcare professionals and people who are right there out there with our COVID on the front lines, I think that that's so amazing. Thank you for creating this program that is going to help people all over. It's just so needed and um, so positive and positive things are great right now. So uh, everybody, please go to petstogether.org. And remember, this is a volunteer organization. It's a nonprofit. So they benefit from donations. So please, please help. This is something that you're going to be paying it forward to thousands of people. It's, it's, um, it's a great organization. And what you're doing, Nicole, is phenomenal. So thank you so much for being our guest. And thank you for sharing such important news with our listeners. Thank you so much for having me. You guys have a great day. You too. We'll be back in just a moment. We would like to thank our guests this week. And also, as our doggy divas always say, please love your pets because they love you unconditionally. And please remember to adopt, foster, spay, neuter, and microchip. And as always, please have a great Diva Week, everyone. That's all for this episode of The Doggy Diva Show. To find out more, go to our website, thedoggydiva.com. Also, find us on our Facebook page, The Doggy Diva Show, and tell your fellow dog lovers about it. Don't miss Susan Marie, Miss Olive, and The Doggy Divas right here for the next episode. See you again soon. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.